So why is it then that it is so hard to love ourselves if we are so successful and so accomplished and surround ourselves with so many nice, shiny objects? Because we are placing our value on things that are not important and it's distracting us. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Conscious Business. Today, we're going to talk about one of the biggest challenges that I'm seeing with all of my clients lately. And I got to be honest, this is something that I've been struggling with too. I want to talk about this important topic of self-love. Now, I don't know why self-love is so difficult, But it has been something that I've been curious about and reading about and exploring over the last, mm, I don't know, six months to a year. And I got to tell you, the more and more I dive into this topic, the more that I realize that it is so complicated. And I think at a high level, what we are doing as humans today is we are focusing our energy on all of the wrong things and the simple things that really do allow us to love ourselves unconditionally are getting lost by the wayside. It's kind of like meditation. When we look at meditation as this great opportunity for us to, you know, be more grounded, be more focused, be more calm, be less anxious, it's a great solution. But sometimes I just think it's too simple, too easy, it's free, and we skip right over it. So here's a look at what you're going to learn today. First, I'm going to stump you with the big question. In the second segment, I'm going to reveal the biggest reason why self-love is so hard. And then in the third segment, I'm going to talk about why you should really love exactly where you are right now. And so should I. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? Okay, so let's start with that big question. Now, you should know that this is a really, really tricky question. And I don't mean that it's a hard question as in difficult. It's hard as in uncomfortable and really squishy. Okay, so here goes. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you love yourself? That's it. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you love yourself? Because I've been, you know, unscientifically going around and asking everybody I know about self-love. I've been talking to my clients about this topic. And every single time I ask it, people go to the same place. They go to this long list of accomplishments, of reasons why they think that they are an amazing person, an accomplished person. This is where I am in my career. These are the skills that I have. We go to these external factors outside of ourselves that tell us, that society tells us, makes us, quote unquote, successful. And most people do answer and they think that they love themselves quite high on that scale. And then I ask them, is this unconditional love that you have for yourself? Well, that's when they sort of do that puppy head tilt to the side and think, hmm, I don't know. Then we go a couple layers deeper and things start to get messy and unfold at that point. So what do I mean by unconditional love? 
So if we were to strip away all the things, all the stuff, all the accomplishment, your work, your job, your title, your capabilities, your talents, your superpowers, your awards, your accolades, all those highlights from your career, all those things that you put on your resume to convince everyone else that you, they should give you a job, right? If we took away all that stuff, if we took away your home, your car, your fancy clothes, your prized possessions, your trinkets, what would be left and would you love that? You see, for most of us, when we answer this big question, do I love myself? It often gets really confused and it gets mashed up with all the things that we've done, all the things that we own, not really who we are. So if you think right now, do I love myself? What are you actually thinking about? What are those items that are coming up in that mental Rolodex? Is it qualities and traits of who you are or do you instantly start scrolling through to all of your highlights and accomplishments? Because when we place all of our focus on what we've accomplished, like a certain status or a job title, about what we own, we're identifying ourselves with our external power. And these things, while they are amazing and fancy and shiny and so proud of you, these things don't actually define who you are. They define and explain what you've done. And this is dangerous because a lot of these things can become irrelevant after we accomplish them. And this is really, really dangerous because then, at that point, we don't have any clue who we are. I would rather see you focus your energy on defining who you are based on your internal power from a sense of knowing who you are because that can never be taken away. That is your true power that always leads to self-love. So the truth is self-love is really hard because it requires that we place unconditional love on ourselves. Unconditional, right? And what I mean by that is loving who you are instead of loving what you've done. Now this is counter to what we are taught in our society today. And I'm asking you to focus on being instead of doing. I want you to ignore your inner critic who, you know, quite frankly, adds no value whatsoever and only provides you with uh, unlimited amount of negative messages that take you in the wrong direction. Your inner critic basically wants you to get addicted to what you accomplish so that you can always be striving to do more and grow more and accomplish more. But here's what I mean by unconditional love. It is basically coming to a sense of who you are. We don't have conditions that need to be present in order to love ourselves. And then only when those conditions are present, then we allow ourselves permission for a small moment, a small fleeting glimpse of a moment to be happy with who we are. Examples of conditional love are doing really well at work, expecting or relying on the validation of others for the work that we do getting paid a certain amount of money and striving for that specific salary or earning a certain place in a hierarchy or a company, being in perfect shape or having a perfect body. Why is this so dangerous, this conditional love? Well, to be frank, we are creating a house of cards that can be smashed down in any moment. 
So that there's a certain condition that has to be present, this like complex formula, and then only then we'll allow ourselves to be loved. But what happens so often in that moment is when we arrive at that mystical place, that impossible place that we've set for ourselves, we don't even allow ourselves to be happy in that moment. We're already setting that mile marker to a new uh, place where we can be to be happy. Self-love means unconditional love, which to be clear, isn't I'll love you when you get that promotion or I'll love you when you have a team of at least six people reporting to you. I'll love you when you make a certain amount of money for your salary. Or I'll love you when you finally get that six-pack. This is all BS. Self-love means learning to love who you are. And this comes from your authentic power. It comes from a true sense of knowing who you are at that deep level. It's the core of who you are. It's your values. It's your morals. It's the things that you would never, ever, 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 ever compromise. It's the things that people really, truly love about who you are. Think about a loved one in your life. Do you have conditional or unconditional love for them? Do you require them to act a certain way before you give them your love? No, you don't ever place that condition on them. Now they might do, granted, they might do things, especially kids, things that sort of tick you off a little bit. And that's okay. But that doesn't make you stop loving them. You might get upset. You might get disappointed. You might wish that they would have done things differently. But you don't ever stop loving them, do you? So why do we do this to ourselves? So I want you to really take time to reflect and think about what and how you can unconditionally love yourself. And I get it. I know this is uncomfortable. I know this is probably new. And for many of us, it's a little bit awkward, right? Because nobody ever taught us how to do this. But I'll make you a promise from my heart. My hand is right on my heart right now. You can't screw this up. You just have to keep digging deep and then go deeper and then go a couple layers deeper. Go to those qualities about yourself that truly make you who you are not to the things, those shiny objects of what you have done in the past. And so this is your homework that I want to leave you with. I want you to do two things. First, I want you to make a list of things that you love about who you are. And then second, I want you to make a list of things that you can do to express love for yourself. So I want to use a personal example. You see, in the past, whenever I would think about doing something for myself, for self-love, my instant reaction was always like a spa treatment or a massage or something to just pamper myself. I recently just had a birthday, and so planning and preparing my birthday was, okay, well, I'm going to start off the day with a massage, and then I'm going to go take myself for lunch, and then I'm going to meet up with people after work. And you know, all these things are great, but is that truly, truly self-love or are those just all things to distract ourselves? And so when you really, really dig deep enough, you get clear that, you know, maybe giving myself a massage every time I want to express self-love isn't the most efficient thing that I could be doing, right? Does it really need to involve spending money or is that just creating more confusion and more reliance in other areas. 
So when I dug deeper, I realized that there was actually a lot of other things that I could do to practice self-love. And here's a couple things that I came up with. Number one, setting boundaries. Doing the opposite of what people-pleasing is, right? And so not putting everybody else first, not putting their happiness first, actually stopping to think about what would make me happy. What would I want? If I was the most incredibly selfish person on this planet, what would I ask for? So setting boundaries is a great way to practice self-love. At least it was for me. So that's something that you can think of. A second thing is carving out time for me to do things on my own. And that could be uh, recharging and just unplugging. It could be reading, could be walking, listening to music. As an introvert, this spending time with me thing is really, really important and something I've been failing a lot lately. So making me a priority is an act of self-love. It's so simple, right? But it's so true. We get so wrapped up in serving everyone else around us that we get distracted and step over our most important thing, us. So right now, as you're listening to this episode, I am on my annual Vipassana meditation retreat. And this is, for me, I think the ultimate act of self-love, unplugging off the grid, taking a vow of silence, just 10 days for me to go in, inward, taking that time to reflect on myself, on where I am, on where I want to go, on what I want to be, and just like meditate all day, every day. This, for me... Granted, it might not be for you. That's fair enough. For me, this is an ultimate act of self-love. So while I'm away, I want to leave you with this homework. It's really important. Take time to reflect on these two important questions while I'm away. One, make a list of things that you love about who you are. And don't get distracted with the what you've done, right? Those things, you can put them in a parking lot at the side of the paper, right? But make a list of things that you love about who you are. And second, make a list of things that you can do to express love for yourself. 